welcome to Blood Moon Milk, the astrology show that comes out every new and full moon to help guide you on your mindfulness, meditation, and manifestation journey. I'm your host, Aurora, and this episode is all about the full moon in Aries that occurs on October 20th at 10.57 a.m. Eastern. This marks the halfway point through our annual journey through the Zodiac. Aries season, of course, was way back in March and into April, and that's when we saw the new moon in Aries. And now, six months later, with this full moon, we can begin to see our intentions and desires manifest into reality. So think back for a second. And what do you recall you processing back in Aries season? Personally, I can't remember all the specifics of my life, uh, but I do remember that I was working a lot at my old job where I was a TV producer, where I was a TV producer on a local nightly political news show. And I remember feeling constantly drained between being thrown back into work after working remotely for so long and I was still kind of on a mental break from astrology or any additional responsibilities personally since my plate was so full with my dad recovering from his stroke and work just trying to manage my own personal stress levels. So I think it's interesting to look back at where we've come from because now here we are six months later approaching that full moon in Aries and in many ways the opposite of a lot of things are true in my life. Astrology is now my full-time job which I absolutely love doing but it's also uh, terrifying. <laughs> um, I don't always know when my next client is going to book a session or if there will be a next client sometimes, but uh, I continue to show up and do the work and people also kind of keep showing up and I, I do feel like the right people come to see me at the right time. Uh, and honestly, word of mouth is the biggest compliment you can pay me if you like what I do, feel free to share it. Uh, that's how I grow. Um, but I also, before we get into all this, the astrology of this full moon, I just wanted to say, like, be aware that I will never just message you out of the blue and try to get you to sign up for anything or pay me money for anything. The other day, there was a so-called astrologer who messaged me on my personal Instagram profile and kind of tried to bully me into purchasing a, a session or a reading from them. And it made me really uncomfortable that A, somebody would do that, but also it, it bothered me on a personal level because that is so far away from the way that I operate and my sense of integrity as uh, an intuitive and as a creator. Um, it made me highly, highly uncomfortable. And I it, it made me upset because when somebody is out there pushing that and pushing themselves on people in that way, 
then that reflects poorly on the whole community of people who do have integrity and who are gifted and do provide a valuable, insightful, therapeutic service for people. Um, and it, it upsets me because I don't want to be thought of as one of those people. I mean, this person's attitude was akin to like one of those Russian cam girls who were like, come look at my naked pictures and pay me money. And it was the whole thing, like, and not to belittle sex work, that's not what I mean, but you know what I mean? When somebody tries to like ram something down your throat and you're not into it and they just don't give up, you can only kind of block them and move on with your day. But I just wanted to say that because, um, I feel like what I do is so very, very different from that. And I just need to put that out there. Just get it off my chest, if you will. So anyway, here we are, six months later, approaching the Aries full moon. And yeah, so astrology is my full-time job. Um, and I have been offering in-person sessions at Heart, Spa at Heart Space Holistic, which has been wonderful. Um, but for now, and uh, I'm starting to wind down and only offer virtual sessions because this will give me more flexibility in when I can offer sessions for people. And this will also make it easier for you to see me. So that being said, take a moment and reflect on exactly what it was that you were feeling and living and manifesting into your life six months ago when we had the Aries new moon. So often in life, we're focused on moving forward and we're so focused on that forward motion that we might actually miss our progress because if we don't look back once in a while, it's hard to really appreciate where we've come from and how much we've grown. So if you do keep a moon journal, take a look back and see what you were up to back on April 11th of this year and see what that uh, new moon was doing in your chart. It had some challenging aspects from Pluto. So growth and change came with a hefty dose of reality for a lot of people, um, especially fire signs. And I'm included in that. I am a solar Sagittarius. Um, and that was true for me this year when two weeks later I was let go from that job that so like was, you know, important on s several levels, but also, you know, it was important for my growth to move on from that too. And that's when I turned to astrology as my, you know, full-time career path. But that was then, that was six months ago. And this is all about the full moon in Aries. So we're gonna see some conclusions to the journey that we found ourselves beginning back in the spring. So let's take a look at the astrology surrounding the full moon in Aries. Aries is the sign traditionally ruled by Mars, and Mars is currently in the sign of Libra, where instead of acting on his own as this rebellious individual, this warrior, like renegade kind of energy, which Aries and Mars is so known for, in Libra, he wants to 
act on behalf of fairness and equality. Think of him as the social justice warrior while in Mars, in a Libra, while Mars is in Libra, rather. He wants to get things done, but his focus is on getting things done that bring unity, beauty, and a sense of harmony to the world. This full moon will occur at 27 degrees Aries. So anywhere you have 27 degrees of any sign, there would be an aspect showing up in your chart. So if you know that you have personal planets at 27 degrees of anything, uh, take a look at where this full moon will be transiting and hitting those planets for you. Uh, to get some insight and a clue as to how this sh how this stuff will show up in your life, how it might manifest. Um, the Sabian symbol for Aries at 27 degrees is that of a large audience, a large group of people. So this full moon is is opposite uh, Mars on the scale. So Mars is in Libra um, and the full moon is in Aries and they are in opposition. So I think tensions, anger, and frustrations with ourselves versus that that like classic acting as an individual and wanting freedom versus what is right for the group, what is good for a partnership could be highlighted, could be like flaring up and there's likely to be a lot of tension and anger and aggravation during this full moon that kind of boils over. Um, so I think aggravations could be particularly inflamed during this full moon. So I think it's a good idea to take some precautionary measures and I'll talk about those a little bit later in the show when we get to our mindfulness segment. Um, but let me keep going with the transits and what's going on with the astrology. The full moon is also in a loose square with Pluto, who's at 24 degrees Capricorn. Capricorn is, of course, another cardinal sign, as is Libra. And this is also joined by the sun and Mars, who are also squaring Pluto. They're squaring Pluto from Libra, however, where this full moon will be squaring Pluto from Aries. So this gets my attention. Anytime Pluto is involved, we are likely to be seeing big dramatic events taking place on the world stage. And there could be a sense of pervasive bitterness that takes hold of us. We could feel personally or publicly wounded and resentful. Remember, these feelings are symptoms of an underlying issue and not the issue itself. These feelings, even though potentially uncomfortable, will likely lead to growth. So even though this full moon isn't likely to be your favorite, unfortunately, it could lead to magnificent transformations. And I say this because of all this energy coming from Pluto. This is harsh Plutonian energy who is all about control, all about power, all about having the final word, the final say on things. And so I think that there could be a lot of uh, significant court cases coming uh, to a head. And um, with so much Libra energy, whose Libra is ruled by Venus. And uh, so I think there could be a sense of feminine 
like the classic feminine versus masculine power struggle taking place on a world stage in certain regards. Um, and so I, I want, I'm curious to see how this will play out, but intuitively I feel like we could be seeing developments with the Texas abortion laws escalating or other similar kinds of situations where there is an aggressive masculine force trying to control women and feminine divine creative energy and trying to box it in. I think in this case, there's a lot, while Pluto almost always gets his way, while he's here in Capricorn getting us to pay attention, he's getting us to say, this doesn't work anymore, we need a change. But in order to do that, he has to make us really uncomfortable and agitate us into action. And so I'm like, while we could sit here and say like, gosh, Pluto, you're such a bully, you know, but really he, it's a subversive long-term power play that will eventually get people to stand up and say enough is enough. And I think that'll actually, we'll see it happening more and more when we get closer to that Pluto return for America, which is coming up next year. Um, and if you are interested in that whole topic, I can do a show about it in the future, but let me know, reach out to me on social media. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. I love hearing from you guys. Um, so, I mean, Pluto right now is kind of, he's pushing buttons and it's, um, going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be fun, but the... The silver lining here, and there is always a silver lining, even with the harshest of transits. There is always something good that comes out of it because that energy that it these harsh transits bring to the table has to go somewhere. It has to change us. It has to transform us. So that's the gift. The gift is like really those negative feelings that are bringing attention to situations and then being able to rectify our own internal compass to what we can control, what we can't control, you know, that again, classic Aries versus Libra power axis, the individual versus the partnership, what you directly have control over versus what is good for balance and harmony, you know, make sure that's in, in balance internally with you and try not to get overwhelmed. You know, um, I think this could be a very overwhelming week coming up for a lot of people. And that's an entirely valid place to be if that is something that you're feeling. Um, but if you're, if you're looking to maybe, uh, not be so overcome with emotions and so overcome with that anxiety that this brings with it, that pervasive bitterness that could take hold of us. If we're, you know, feeling directly impacted by that, you know, absolutely feel your feelings. But if you're looking to, you know, kind of float above that a little bit, um, you know, I think it could be possible um, to do that with, you know, intentional thinking, you know, and that, and that comes with saying, okay, this is what's happening now. Um, what can I do to make it better? And if there's nothing that I can actually physically do, 
What can I do to make my life better in this moment? And focusing on that. Because once you are focusing on making a positive change in your life, that starts to radiate out and impact the people around you. And it's also inspirational for other people to see that. Because they can see if you can do it, then you inspire them. And it does have a ripple on effect. Um, so what else is going on with the astrology? Um, so this full moon is sesquisquared to Venus, who is currently in Sagittarius. This suggests that there could be <laughs> dramatic flare-ups with financial implications, especially in regards to travel, because Venus, being in travel-loving Sagittarius, uh, the travel sectors could be feeling the brunt of this transit. And so I think this could show up in a couple of different ways. For example, I think this could lead to perhaps an increase in airfare um, or oil prices, making it more cost prohibitive to travel. Um, it could show up in different ways too. Uh, fire signs, like the fire could be a problem. There could be a, an actual fire uh, event when I see this, um, but you know, so just be careful, especially if you like to light candles and stuff like that. Like, please be safe in your home. Um, and so because you just you just don't want, you know, a little mistake, a little accident like that to ruin, you know, what could otherwise be, um, you know, a dramatic day publicly. You just don't want to bring that drama into your house and your home if you can avoid it. Um so Mercury is also up to some tricks. He's finally direct. He will not be retrograde any longer. However, he will be in his shadow phase still. Um, so Mercury's not quite at his like best, but he will no longer be retrograde, which is a blessing. Mercury will be in opposition to Chiron almost exactly during this full moon. So again, this is a, a warning that it's going to be... A drama it's gonna be really dramatic and potentially like opening up old wounds that just never healed right you know um it's funny i was watching the rita moreno documentary on netflix and watching that i realized a couple of things mainly that she was in a lot of my favorite movies and i didn't really know it until i watched that and saw her in so many of those roles that were just so iconic even like the kind of like not so great roles that weren't even the star of of the movies but she you know made a lasting impression she was such a, a beautiful person both you know inside and out and um she was talking about her ra rather stormy love affair with marlon brando and you know when I, I she said something along the lines of and i'm kind of paraphrasing here but she said something like there are just wounds that just never heal the right way and, and that was in reference to her relationship with Brando, which was pretty tumultuous from what I can tell. And, you know, that, that made me think of Chiron. And Chiron is coming here in opposition to Aries and Libra. 
And when she was talking about this in that documentary, it was in reference to an abortion that Marlon Brando basically made her have, which is very painful. Um, but if we're talking about Libra and Aries energy, which is what this full moon is about, that is a classic demonstration of what an individual wants versus what the partnership wants and what is good for a partnership. In this case, Marlon, who I haven't looked at his chart, maybe I should, but he decided he didn't want this baby with her. He wasn't going to be a dad. He wasn't going to have her in his life in that way. And so she needed to get an abortion and it almost killed her. And I, like Chiron came to mind, but also so did this particular placement of Chiron that's coming up in this full moon. It, and it would have, you know, if I knew her or like had more information about when that happened, it'd be interesting to see like what the astrology of that relationship was. Um, but that's what I, I get a sense of. It's what an individual wants versus what's good for a partnership. And the lack of communication or how it's communicated is kind of ticking somebody off. It's ticking off the person who wants to be an individual and wants to kind of break free and do their own thing because of where Chiron is in Aries. Um, and Mercury, of course, just coming out of retrograde in Libra. So I think communication could be another issue. There could be some hurtful words. There could be um, you know, things said that people might regret later on, but maybe they need to be said, you know? Um, that is TBD. Um, so what else is going on? Um, so while there's a lot of troubling aspects to be aware of during this full moon, there's also some happy ones too. Jupiter, good old Jupiter, who's also direct now, I believe. Uh, yes, Jupiter is direct now during this full moon in Aries, and he will be trying Mars almost exactly, which can bring a huge amount of energy to the table. So if there's ever to like a, a dramatic recipe for a full moon, this is it. Mars trying Jupiter means big energy. Whether that big energy is good or bad, Jupiter wants it to be good, but Mars has a lot of aggression especially when he's squaring Pluto. So I think here we're, we're going to see a big fight come to the stage. So just again, preventative measures. Um, preventative measures just mean that we are working to protect our precious energy, our resources, and not allowing ourselves to become overcome by the aggression, by the, and not be a victim, you know, just being in control of your facilities and your sense of purpose and individuality during this time, which can, I fear, be rather painful for a lot of people. Um, so what do I mean by preventative measures? Avoid crowds. Maybe turn the news off for the day. Um, it'll be there tomorrow. 
you know? I think it's gonna be better to choose what you consume in terms of media and music and uh, you know just intake, right? Like choose things that will help you to align with Aries energy in a positive way, which is all about I am in the world. I am an individual. I have the power to exist and exert my will and rebel against that which I don't agree with. Um, that is very Aries. And you can decide for yourself how that shows up and how that is most appropriate for you to express as an individual. Um, work on spending some time in nature. You know, um, I find that gardening is the thing that I love to do and, uh, or simply just walking in the woods or in a garden or a park and work on grounding your energy. And when I say grounding your energy, I get kind of frustrated with that term. But what I imagine is that I have a big plunger in my body and like a like a syringe kind of and I just push it down slowly and let the energy go out through my feet into the ground and the surface of the planet as I, I walk and feel more here. And that helps me feel calmer and stable and just a little bit more centered. So give that a try. Also, give yourself permission for this full moon to allow your stresses to be put aside. I think that there's going to be enough going on externally today on the public stage that you get a pass on whatever it is that is stressing your ass out. Okay. You get a pass on your ass. Um, and it's just for the day, put it aside. Don't let these things overwhelm you and allow yourself to just, you know, go for that walk in the park, center yourself. You can come back to those stresses tomorrow. The energy will subside a little bit and you'll be better off and more capable of tackling them after this energetic peak. Um, of course, this could be challenging because Aries is the sign of action and being in the world and it wants to do something. It wants to like get up and go and be very active and that is great. But I, I worry that it could lead to a lot of rash behavior, aggressive behavior and putting ourselves in unfavorable situations. So being a bit of a homebody this day isn't going to be the worst idea. Um, okay, so let's talk about tools for mindfulness, meditation, and manifestation during this full moon. So the root chakra is the chakra that's most associated with Aries energy. And if you like to work with crystals, I suggest working with carnelian during this full moon. It activates the root chakra, the sacral, and the solar plexus chakras, which increases vitality, sex drive, and creative power in the world. It's known for being a stone of courage, endurance, 
energy, leadership, and motivation. All of these resonate very highly with Aries energy. And so I think, you know, it would be a really good tool, a good time to utilize that zone in your life, meditate with it. Um, also, I found an interesting anecdote here about Carnelian. The ancient Egyptians used to call Carnelian the setting sun because its orange hues lend it more to a, a female passive receptive quality. And the stone links to rich and fertile menstrual blood of Isis, a major goddess in the old Egyptian religions. However, when the stone is actually on the redder side, um, more like a red orange or reddish brown, it can be a more active masculine energy stone. And it can, again, enhance desire, love, and passion, all of which Aries energy resonates very highly with. So another thing you can do is stay in and, uh, you know, get to know your partner in a passionate way. That could be a very positive manifestation of this energy if you are going to be more of a homebody this full moon. So here are our questions for mindfulness, meditation, and manifestation. How have I acted as an individual lately? Have I been balancing my needs and desires with my partners and my partnerships and responsibilities to others? Have I been selfish? Have I been impulsive recently? How might the Aries full moon influence this behavior based on what I know about my personal astrology chart? Have I been overly competitive? And with who and why do I feel the need to compete? Have I been overly blunt or rude to others? I think it's also worthwhile to ask yourself if there is anyone you can forgive during this full moon. Carrying around a grudge can be a waste of energy and that energy can kind of spoil and transmute into unhealthy negative manifestations. So if you feel you are carrying around a heaviness or prominent load of negative feelings, forgive yourself and the other energies at play in the situation. This could be a situation out of anybody's control, totally external to an individual, or it could be a specific person that you feel did you dirty. But whatever it is, give yourself the permission and the space to let it go. Because I think that carrying on with that grudge, that negative energy, that negative manifestation isn't going to be helpful to you in the long term. So remember, there is never a right or wrong answer to these questions. They're just here to help guide you on your personal journey. 
That's it for this episode of Blood Moon Milk. I'm your host, Aurora. Thank you to the lovely and talented Adam McIntyre for our theme music. And feel free to reach out, get in touch. I am doing events, um, you know, on a kind of small but very selective basis. So if you have a socially distanced gathering you'd like an astrologer at to add a little magic to your event, feel free to reach out or schedule an astrotherapy session with me. I will help guide you through what's going on with your natal chart and give you insights and tools to help you cope with what's going on and make the best use of positive aspects coming your way. All that and more at bloodmoonmilk.com. Thank you and until next time.